Hi, my name is Joe Jackson. I'm a journalist, author, interviewer, and broadcaster. I also happen to be the journalist Richard Harris asked in 1989 to become his official biographer. Sadly, Richard, who became a friend of mine and was one of the most fascinating people I ever interviewed among roughly 1,400 celebs, died before we could finish the book. So this year, 2022... The 20th anniversary of his death, I've written, and I'm delighted to say that today, November the 17th, my book, Richard Harris Raising Hell and Reaching for Heaven, will turn up in all Irish bookstores. It also will be shipped worldwide by Irish stores such as O'Mahony's and Limerick, and is available from Amazon UK, and will soon be available in the United States. Plug over. But here in this podcast which is part of the series of podcasts I call Singles, because they run less than five minutes, I want to focus on the part, the second part of my title for the book. The first time I interviewed Richard in 1987, I set out, frankly, to turn on its ass his one-dimensional public image as a boozing, brawling womanizer. Because as a long-time fan and someone who knew intimately not only his movies, but also his poetry and music, I knew there was far more to the man. Richard loved that idea so much, and by the way, this is something the new Sky Arts documentary, The Ghost of Richard Harris, of which I'm an associate producer, in which I appear and that uses my tapes to voice the ghost, does 35 years later in a cinematic sense. But anyway, Richard loved the idea so much, he asked me to write for him a skeleton script for a one-man show based on the same concept. So... All these years later, in the title for my book, I am frankly yet again trying to turn on its ass the public perception of Harris. Everyone knows he was a hellraiser. But less well known, in fact not known to many, his remaining sibling Noel Harris told me earlier this year, even members of his family, is the fact that for at least the last dozen years of his life, Richard Harris was, as I say in the title, reaching for heaven. Sadly, this aspect of the man's nature is not discussed in the documentary, which does, however, lead off with the first part of the clip I want to play. Here Richard says, and I tend to agree with this, that what many, if not most, if not all of us, are ultimately reaching for, if not heaven or God, is a sense of peace, or rather peacefulness, in our souls and psyches. This clip comes from an interview we did in the suite at the Savoy Hotel in London in September 1990. At the time, Richard had made what I would soon describe in the Irish Times as a double comeback of unrivaled proportions, in the film The Field and on stage in a London production of Pirandello's Henry IV. Even so, while making The Field, Harris had gone through what I call in the book an existential crisis. And here he touches on that subject. In fact, at the end of this clip, Harris gives a quote that I think is damn near as definitive as anything Richard ever told me or maybe anyone. Namely, that he would hate to come to the end of his journey in life and find, well, Richard Harris can speak for himself and speak far better than I. Uh, describe, if you can, as truthfully as possible, Richard Harris sounds masks as he nears 60. It's been a turbulent journey in a strange way, and I think that somehow or other, I think the essential thing in life which we seek for is peace, peacefulness. I just saw yesterday on television, the NBC, I think, 
or CBS, one of them were over, over in Ireland, did a whole show about Ireland. And I got in just on the end of it. And I saw the camera was suddenly sort of, they did an aerial shot that zoomed over all the fucking cliffs of Ireland. And I felt sort of t- a tear in my eye. And maybe it's, and maybe it's just, I think, I think that when I was doing the field in Ireland, I said, this is it. I kept screaming, this is a great country. Maybe it was a great place to be. Maybe it wasn't the country at all. Maybe it was the location. Maybe it was the peacefulness of the road. Right. The tragedy is you'll find it and you'll live in it for a while. And then I get restless again. Do you understand me? I don't think we're yeah. ever going to find it. Right. I think once we therefore make up our minds that it's never going to happen, then that's the first bridge you're building between your turmoil of yourself and the goal. Once you actually realize that there isn't anything really. I think that's number one. I think that defining what, what God means in a, in a Judeo-Christian society that we were brought up in, defining the existence of A, at the existence of God, B, the meaning of God, C, our relationship to God. If you can discover that, because that is all to do with peace and harmony, that equals peace and harmony. If we can discover that and get close to that, I think then we're then that's as close as we'll ever get. Is there a contradiction between that position you now hold, which could be spurred by fearing and nearing death, and Maybe. the position you once held whereby you thought of the, the places of godless universe and the kind of... I think the God- Especially being steeped in the theatre of the absurd. Oh, and I the, think that is a godless universe. And there's no contradiction in saying that and having come to terms with... Oh, the no, 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 no. It's a godless universe. That doesn't mean that God doesn't exist. Right. I mean, we, we have rejected God. When I say godless, I don't mean that, I mean that we as the inhabitants of the earth have actually rejected God. We've made him into something else. Right. I mean, one of the most frightening things in the world is to see that our churches are half empty. That's, a, that's actually a fact now. I know. The synagogues yeah. are half empty. And yet you sit here every morning if you are foolish enough to observe the, 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 the hypocritical drama that's going on over in the, in the Middle East at the moment between Mr. Bush and Sadat Hussein and Mrs. Thatcher. Cowboy show. Yeah, 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 a cowboy show. And then you're there and you see the fervor and the passion of the Muslim, the Islam, who five times a day stop working to pray. You wonder where it is or what's it all about. Because if it ever came down to belief, they'd beat us. Right. right. Because we don't have it anymore. We believe in the mighty buck, the mighty dollar, bank rates, overdraft, how strong is the pound you know, versus the dollar or the franc or the yen. That's our life. What about the question of a return to an original faith because you fear death? It's, it's possible. But I would have hate to come to the end of my journey and not recognize the possibility, a very, very strong possibility, that, that what we were searching for in this life is actually to be within, to have a sight of God or a feeling of God. That would have really upset me if I hadn't actually, if it hadn't happened. Hi, this is Joe Jackson. I thank you for listening to this podcast. And if you're interested in hearing more of that particular conversation, which incidentally lasted six and a half hours, check out my book, Richard Harris, Raising Hell and Reaching for Heaven. It's available, as they say, in all good bookstores, probably in bad bookstores, too. Thank you.